0: This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Hurley, Episode 7, Living on Lockdown, The Art of Online Games, Gaming, and Social Interaction. Here in San Francisco, we are marking the end of our third week of social distancing, social isolation policies, and we have the prospect of another four weeks of these practices because it was extended through May 1st. So the first three weeks have been quite successful, actually, in curbing the number of new COVID-19 cases. And so I can do nothing but endorse the social distancing and social isolation policies. They've worked here in San Francisco. They're beginning to work in other parts of the country, and we just need to keep at it and do more of it. However, let me me just take a moment and play devil's advocate here. We use the term social distancing, social isolation, but they're an oxymoron. The point of distancing and isolation is to get away from other people so germs are not spread. So the process of getting away from other people can leave you feeling lonely, isolated and alone. But while our physical health during the COVID-19 pandemic is priority number one, our mental health is especially important. Now, coming back to these terms, because words are important. Essentially what we're practicing is anti-social distancing, anti-social isolation. The terms that are currently in use are effectively an oxymoron. The adjective social implies a positive interaction between two or more people, not a distancing, not an escaping from, not an isolating yourself from someone else. So let's be very clear because words are important that what we are doing in distancing ourselves from other people, by definition, is not healthy from a mental health perspective. After all, humans are social animals. And how will how will we fare while we are isolated? Isolation, social distancing, and extreme changes in your daily life are very hard at the best of times. When you add a layer of unemployment, loss of salary, facing eviction, having your kids at home because school is closed, having elderly parents to worry about and worry about their health, your own mental health will suffer as a result. The University of Washington and their Center for the Science of Social Connection studies human relationships and how to help people with clinical depression. Now, let me stipulate to this fact. I am not a mental health professional. And for anyone who knows me or for anyone who has listened to my previous six podcasts, you will know that by nature, I am an optimist. My philosophy throughout this crisis has been, if you have lemons, make lemonade. So to repeat, I am not a mental health professional, but I am an observer of human nature. And I do want to talk about clinical depression. Today's crisis inevitably will have a psychological consequence and cause a wave of clinical depression the likes of which we haven't seen in a long time. And that wave of clinical depression will follow the crisis. Now, the emotional components of depression are sadness, irritability, emptiness, exhaustion. And who can't recognize any of those feelings over the last three to four weeks. I think we have all experienced those feelings and we're likely to continue to experience those feelings. So COVID-19 is causing a lot of stress, a lot of loss, interpersonal isolation, financial difficulties, and the recovery will be long and tough. And what we need to do at this point, well, first of all, if you have a history of clinical depression, or if you fear that you are entering a period of depression, reach out to your mental health professional and discuss that problem with them. All I can offer here today is simple self-help. And I think as we all know, self-help is a start but it is not a solution to clinical depression. The treatment of clinical depression needs more than simple self-help. Depression, of course, costs the US economy $210 billion a year under normal conditions. And I dare say, as a result of the current crisis, that annual bill for depression will soar. So please do speak to your mental health professional if you are suffering from any of those symptoms that I just described. Now, let's move on to the focus of today's podcast, and that is online games. With the advent of the iPhone, the iPad, the laptop computer, many of our traditional board games have migrated to the electronic screen. And the electronic screen, in fact, has become a great platform for a whole host of new interactive games and activities. What we're going to discuss in this podcast today are those games. And by whether you are an avid game aficionado, whether you are just a beginner, or whether you have never played an online game, Please listen up to this podcast. You may learn something, and it may be helpful. And it may also be helpful in terms of addressing your concerns about social isolation and being alone. The first online game that I would recommend to you is called Word with Friends. Word with Friends is a takeoff, if you will. It's a clone of Scrabble, and it was built for iPhones and it comes with an interface for interacting online. Word with Friends first came on the scene in 2009, alongside other games like Angry Birds and Doodle Jump. But Word with Friends has stood the test of time, in part, because it's a word game which is very familiar to all of us, because it's based on Scrabble. Scrabble, of course, is the old board game, which was created in 1948. Uh, Scrabble has migrated from the English language to a host of languages around the world, including French, Spanish, Italian, German, Russian, Polish, to name but a few. Of course, all the Scandinavian languages too. So Scrabble went viral when going viral was a good thing. And Word with Friends uh, is a clone of Scrabble. So whether you are an active game player online or not, take a look at Word with Friends. It's great fun. And most importantly, like Scrabble, it helps to keep the gray matter in tune and uh, helps for a a good mental mental tune-up, as well as just great social interactivity with friends, neighbors at a long distance. Secondly, the game of trivia, of course, is a great pastime. We've all played it. We've all enjoyed it. And it's a game which has lent itself to uh, a lot of social interactivity, a lot of fun, uh, where you get to know your partner, your neighbor, uh, your friend even better than you would have done before. Quiz Up is the biggest trivia app. Um, It features 1,200 topics, which is a huge amount of topics, which range from general knowledge to math problems. You can play one-on-one head-to-head battles against friends, or you can actually start tournaments against other people, friends or beyond friends, new friends. So if you are a trivia buff, take a look at quiz up and of course the old faithful which began the trivia craze trivia is also available online another online game suite is called jackbox games and it offers a selection of party games for a proper party game night so if you were organizing online a uh, a party game night jackbox games may be the application that you want to look at included in the jackbox game suite are games such as drawful 2 which is a drawing game Uh, there is witty word challenge quiplash which is fun and there's a bluffing game called fibbage and of course bluffing would take us to poker and there are many many poker applications online, which I would commend to your attention if you are a poker fan. But if you don't want to go all the way to play poker, the game of fibbage lets you bluff in the way that a more professional bluffer is going to enjoy in a game of poker. Let's move on for a moment to console games, to Xbox and PlayStation. Of course, those games have become very popular Over the years. And when we think of those games, we think of uh, applications like Minecraft, which allows up to eight players to meet online and to explore vast, blocky worlds and to construct fantastic buildings together. It's like an amazing Lego set online in real time with a lot of other participants. Minecraft. Secondly, Fortnite is a favorite with teens. And essentially, with Fortnite, it's an application where you fight it out to the end. And many teens have become, unfortunately, become uh, very addicted to Fortnite. But I would recommend it to your attention if you're, if you're looking at console games. Another console game to look at, uh, if you are a soccer buff, is sociable soccer, which you can play with your uh, with your friends and family and relatives. Um, it's kind of, uh, put it this way, it would be similar to an online version of Subutio or some of those old 1960s um, games that you would find in a bar where you could actually play around a, a table and play with your own play two teams against each other playing soccer. So that one is called sociable soccer. Another, uh, another uh, application that you might want to take a look at is TikTok, a tale of two. You and one other player see different versions of, uh, of the games and you communicate by solving puzzles. Let's move on at this point to some of the other apps that are out there that help to bring people together and span the emotional divide that we're all experiencing because of distancing. And the two that I want to talk about next are Netflix Party and House Party. Netflix Party first. If you have a subscription to Netflix, one of the, one of the functions of Netflix is called Netflix Party. And you can actually set up a movie watch party through Netflix party, invite your neighbors, your friends, your relatives, to watch the same same film as you. And then as you're watching the film, there's a small dialogue box which appears on the screen. So other members of the, the watch party can be making comments or observations about the film. It can be annoying, so you, you need to have some ground rules as regards who can say what and when but that is called Netflix Party. It enables you to watch a film as a group and to discuss it online and to basically have a movie watch party. House Party is another Hangout application. It's become highly popular during this lockdown. House Party was first introduced in 2016 to somewhat lackluster reviews, but as a result of the lockdown, uh, it has exploded and uh, it has exploded in use and exploded in applications. And basically, uh, house Party mimics a house party so that there are members are at a virtual party. They can talk via a chat box like the Netflix Party chat box that I talked about, and they can talk about the games that they're playing or the, uh, or films that they've watched, or other episodes of House Party. And you can move from House Party to House Party throughout the night. You're not restricted to one. Also, House Party permits you to play a host of other games, uh, just as you would in a House Party. So in one room, there may be a game of Monopoly going on. In another room, there may be a game of Mario Kart going on. So House Party has become very popular. Take a look at it. You can actually join an existing House Party. You don't have to set one up yourself. So for those of you who might be a little bit shy and don't want to take the first plunge in setting up your own party, join in House Party, join in somebody else's House Party, see how it works, and see if that is an app which you'll enjoy playing. The old board game of Clue, or as they call it in england cluedo has a similar has a similar um, interactive version and it's very similar to the board version clue is one of the games which has made the transition from the old board game to the iphone and the ipad and the computer has made that transition seamlessly and very easily of course with clue You pick your iconic character, such as Mrs. Peacock and Colonel Mustard, and you enjoy solving entertaining and mysterious scenarios as part of the objective of Clue. Another new addition to Instagram is a function called co-watching, and it enables users to see the same screen and lets you look through fellow watchers, liked pics, and dislike pics so you can co-watch your fellow watchers photographs make comments on them so it becomes an interactive review of the photographs as opposed to simply posting them and looking for a written comment so that is the co-watch function which is something new to instagram Um, facebook gaming now facebook has has had a lot of negative press in the last couple of years Because of privacy issues, I'm not going to endorse or criticize Facebook, but Facebook Gaming is a pretty good app. It enables you to uh, access a suite of classic games like Pac-Man, Space Space Invaders, Farmville, Super Dash, etc., and that is available on Facebook gaming. And then once again, just to wrap up on the classic board games, um, most of the classic board games have migrated to online versions, and some are identical to their original board versions. Some have changed somewhat. Um, The ones that have most successfully migrated and have seamlessly migrated from the kitchen table board version to the, the laptop and the iPhone are Clue, Monopoly, Risk and Uno. And then in conclusion, I just want to take a moment and tell you about a game called Dominion. Um, for those of you who enjoy watching Game of Thrones, Dominion may be an online game that you'd really enjoy. The base version of the game is free and it is available to play on your computer, on your iPhone, by yourself and or with friends. If you sign up for the more premium for the premium version, it's $4.50 a month. Dominion is a game of abstract strategy. And essentially what it is, it's a game about monarchs building a land empire. So you are a monarch, you rule a small and pleasant kingdom of rivers and forest. But of course, being an ambitious monarch, you wish to expand your kingdom. And so as monarch, you battle against neighboring monarchs to grab more land and to develop that land to build castles and buildings and farms on that new land. It's a race against time to gain more land And as part of that race against time, you're hiring minions, you're building castles, and you're filling the coffers of your treasury as any competent and ambitious monarch would do. It's a medieval conquest game, and as I said, it is an abstract strategy game. And then finally, the old stalwarts of chess, checkers, and Go all have online versions that you can play with friends and new friends. So in conclusion, I'm hoping that some of these online games and gaming applications will help you while away your hours under social detention, confinement at home. Most importantly, I encourage you to respect the social distancing policies. They've worked very well for us, but fully recognizing that there are certain challenges to social distancing practices that you need to be aware of and you need to make every effort to make up for the social time that you've lost either at the office, around the water cooler, going to your gym, etc. because all of those social interactions have been taken away from you. And my hope and expectation is that what we've discussed in today's podcast with some of these social games and online gaming capabilities will, give you, will fill the gap of the socialization process that you're missing as a result of the shutdown. This is Jim Herlihy signing off for the San Francisco Experience from, San Fran- from America's favorite city, San Francisco.